This is an ABC podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Australia will weather this current virus storm. The nation will emerge from its darkest hour with time on the clock to score a win. There will be a golden dawn. New heroes and life will blossom across our land. Yes, it's time to bump. It's time to thump and celebrate on the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. Pull them up, pull them on and pack down for bludging on the blind side with the master of midfield mayhem, rampaging Roy Slaven and the leading light of long shots, H.G. Nilsson. Let her rip, H.G. Oh, yes, Chief Mike Cedric has been some. Uh, torching the blindside blue paper once again. That's the power, the poke, the passion and the grunt of the Sumster right there, camped in the bludgeoning on the blindside soundproof booth, ABC Grandstand HQ. And you're with us. Uh, of course, Cedric, still at the wheel of the bus. Uh, sure, people want to get off. He's not letting them. They're all on the bus and it's taken off and it's headed towards the terminus just over the hill. And remember, blindsiders, this is the home of the whole of hope. If you didn't get much hope in the budget on uh, midweek, I don't think Joe uh, F was thinking of you. Well, we are. And if you need more hope, this is the place you can find it. All you have to do is dig. Now, our charity partners, the Blinken Knights of Balaclava, had a wonderful week to begin their award-winning spring carnival podcast, The Cocked Penetrometer. Remember, The Cocked lineup features uh, the Woodus Boys, Vlad the Impaler, the Puller Mortimer, and the thoughts of Handbrake Harry White from the other side and the exclusive access to the punting phenomenon that is Turfosaurus. The Cocked team were on fire, not only getting up winners at Ramwick and Flemington, but jagging a quaddy at Kalgoorlie. That's right, a quaddy at Kalgoorlie, where the champions gather. Kalgoorlie, yes, and a treble at Matoa, cup day at Matoa. Beautiful day, beautiful run, beautiful race, beautiful treble. And uh, Wagga Wagga, they're in fine form. And uh, look, they're often really good first up after a spell. I can't promise that the Puntosaurus will be, uh, or the Turfosaurus, should I say, will be... uh, Travelling as sweetly this week, second up after a spell, he's never done anything. But be that as it may, I'll let you make of that. I won't finish it. You know what comes next. Can you afford to punt without the penetrometer in your pocket? I don't, Australia, I don't think you can. Hollywood-bound tradies, oh, didn't you get a handout? Didn't you get a leg up in the budget? Uh, Wednesday, Tuesday night, whenever it was, I've forgotten now. I've had so much fun this week. Oh, an enormous leg up. I mean, you know, new tools. You've got a hammer. You only bought it last week. Get another one. Uh, nail gun, you, the one the one you've got has got no sniff, no poke, no grunt, no waft. Get a new one. I mean, that's that's Australia. I mean, it's a wonderful place. Uh, natural gases, job seekers, job uh, keepers, welcome to Bludging on the Blind Side for another blast of boot in 2020. Aussie recession frackers. They're my new favourite group in the community. People who are fracking in a recession to lead us out of, uh, you know, the recovery, just looking under our feet. Uh, Border-busting patriots, God talks to me, pilgrims, China watchers, H.G. Nelson, opening the blindside dig for another set of seven water week. What an incredible week. Another weekend when too much sport is barely enough. Can I repeat that? Another week when too much sport is barely enough. Blindsiders, this is our annual budget winners and losers special. Uh, Nothing, uh, you know, well... Can I point out that the only disappointment in the budget was everybody's a winner. Let's face it, the loser was rugby league from mine. There was nothing for the sport of rugby league. I mean, uh, sport generally is the poor relation to health, defence, tax cuts and pension handouts and, and rugby league loving bludgers across Australia, this, this desperate fracked nation of ours, ask again loudly why. 
Why is rugby league not front and centre when it comes to the handout? You know, sports rorts, I've forgotten all about them. What were they? How much did I get? I can't remember. I'm looking for a decent handout with rugby league attached to it. I mean, what has a great game got to do to get a handout from this government? I mean, what, die? Now, tennis and the Joker, after an unfortunate incident involving someone watching the line at Roland Garris, asks, why are these clowns here? Technology can do their job better. And, uh, you know, then technology wouldn't be on the end of any of my big hits. Honestly, they'd be better off watching at home. I think it was his general, what would I call it, uh, tenor of his spray. Racing in an Everest news, Premier Stakes winner Libertini forces her way into the very hot 2020 field for the Everest. This is a dream come true for those two busted-ass battlers of the turf. That's right. I've seen them go around many, many times and the arse has fallen out of their trousers every time. I'm talking about Jerry Harvey and John Singo Singleton. Yeah, busted ass blokes. Somehow they always end up Trumps, even when they've got their ass in the air. And in the roundup of late mail, the boys are wait for it. This will really surprise you. They're in it to win it. You know, Libertini, Everest, get the idea, join the dots. Libertini, Everest, in it to win it. Why would you go in it otherwise? Uh, but it makes sense when you've shelled out a, a float load of cabbage to get the conveyance into the caper. You want to walk away with a kit bag full of holding, folding once uh, the correct weight is declared. And what a week! What a week for the man of feathers, Peter Valandis. He's dragged authorities across Australia, kicking and screaming over the line to open up the gates and let the big public of New South... When I use big, I mean numbers. I'm not talking, I'm not fat-shaming here or, you know, commenting on size, just big, big numbers. Uh, let the big, big numbers uh, of the public of New South Wales in for a shifty, not only the Everest, but the NRL Big Watusi on that night of nights later in the year. That looks as though they're going to be open slather. Uh, and now, uh, the uh, you know, when the man with the stuffed feathers in his pants, groaning feathers, in his pants, is on a mission to lure young Suwali, the boom youngster, wait for this, out of the fur and into the feathers, from a rabbit to a rooster. I mean, there's a song in that idea, isn't there? Just follow the line from a jack to a king, from loneliness to a wedding ring. I mean, I'm sure it could apply to Suwali if I could think of something to rhyme with Suwali. I mean, fur... To feathers. I mean, it's got it all, hasn't it? Cricket and Australia's women team equal a record set by punter Ponting all those years ago. Uh, 21 ODIs on the trot. An incredible record. This is a, 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 a on the eve of something very, very special for Australian cricket. I think they've got a couple to go, so they could stretch that 21 in a row out further. Aussie's fired up by the promise of Australia. Tremendous to have you with us as we prod forward through the solidly, solidly backed up stoolage of the week's sporting action. Remember to step up and have a go and get a go. If you've got something, then for God's sake, Australia, get back in the queue for another fling of the chocolate wheel of hope. It's just lurking, ticking away, waiting for you to swing it. There's a dozen Krispy Kremes and 30 centimetre sausage rolls for everyone. All you have to do is ask. Now, Australians, to get the blindside barge away from the wharf, let's lock horns with a man who this week, well, he had an absolute shocker, an absolute shocker, an old-fashioned Barry Crocker. Uh, we announced on the blindside this time last week that the Musumbani collection of Olympic happy snaps would be on display at Ex-Bank House Lithgow from last Monday. Sadly, the, expedi- the exhibition, an expedition, should I say, was raided by the police not long after it opened. Uh, there, after some legal argy-bargy, the gallery and this fabulous show were shut down. The future of this excellent set of snaps is not clear at the moment. Now, sure, some of the snaps were confronting, and the New South Wales Police Smut Squad had received a couple of complaints claiming there were lewd and offensive pro- photographs on display. None of these complaints, can I point out straight away, came from Lithgow residents or the Lithgow area. None of them. None of them. But blow-ins... Cruising the art trails of Central West on a long weekend, looking to cause trouble. 
have caused all of this. That's my mail. They were sniffing out anything that had a waft of burlesque, filth or erotica. This man did not want to cause trouble, but one name leapt out at him on the list of those making complaints and that name was Hunt! Address Canberra. This bloke copped it on the chin, but sadly had to spend a few days in the Lithgow Correctional Centre at Moringaroo. As luck would have it, there are a number of Group 10 Rugby League players in the clink. They'd, the lads have been picked up after a rowdy Mad Monday celebration, and so they were able to catch up on all the gossip. That's Rugby League gossip in the area. The man at the centre of this Central West art storm is rampaging Roy Slavin. Roy, can we get the blindside uh, bunny in motion simply by asking, what highlights caught your restless eye this week? Funky dude! Yes, thanks very much, Asia. I'll tell you what is funky this week, debt. Debt has become very, very, very popular. I mean, remember the Beasley Black Hole? Yes. The Beasley Black Hole, from memory, was about $7.5 billion. Mm-hmm. How about the debt and deficit disaster? I was going to say the debt and deficit disaster. What did that run out at? Oh, I, that, that was several billions, but now we've hit the trillion. Mm. Now we're embracing mm. debt. The more, the better. Mm. Mm. It's been just a total... Reversal of philosophy. Uh, do you think the state should well, I get, just get out? I just want to get out and borrow. <laughs> and you're back borrow. to... Borrow. I, 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 no I don't need much. Yeah. But I just want to... Be part borrow. of it. The Be festival part of, of it. Be part of it to feel Australian. Mm. I mean, you're not Australian unless you're up to your ears in debt. Mm. Hey? Mm. Hey? That's the way we measure... Success. Mateship. Mm. What are you going to do with Mateship. your money? I don't know. Give it away. You're lend gonna, it to someone. You're going to buy a watch? No, I'll lend it to someone at a better rate. <laughs> Gee, that'll be good. Yeah. What sort of rate do you get at the moment? <laughs> I think you can borrow for about 3.5% at the oh, moment. Oh, wow. Gee. Count about me three in. 3.5%. So if I could uh, on-sell it at 3.75, I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm absolutely bloody laughing. Have you ever walked into a bank and said, can I have a milk? Can I have some milk? Yeah, of course I do, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Usually they just offer me a bag. Yeah. You know? Good luck, Roy. Yep. I mean, with that money, I just, I'm worried about bloody Crown Casino, you know. I'm worried that this isn't going to bloody, the show's not going to start. It's not going to open. Worries me enormously. I mean, you've got all these people, all these Aussies, mad Aussies, plus people from overseas, you know, up to their gills in debt, up to their eyebrows in debt. Very keen to get involved with, you know, your, 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 your blackjack, your, your, black jack. your roulette wheel, oh, your poker oh, machine. Your, your, man, I've dreams. You're giving me dreams here. Your baccarat. What about <laughs> poker machines? Oh, They're yeah. the ones I love. Each way, Nunchuck, yes. Queen of the Nile. They're yours. you got one reserved with a big RRS on it, haven't I you? I have. I have. Now, can I ask about the, the other Commonwealth night? Bank, my branch, has put in a poker machine just for me. <laughs> Can so I ask it's not available to the public, so there's point as anyone sniffing about saying, Looking oh, for it. go on and play on Roy's machine, you can't. It's mine. Now, can I ask about COVID protocols? Have you had a look sniffed over their COVID protocols with regard to these machines and who well, could be that, in Oh, you mean it's Crown? Yeah. No, I haven't been. I haven't. No one knows. Me in. Who knows? Yeah, I know. What's going on there? Mm. There still appears to be some construction going on, mm-hmm. but I haven't seen one poker machine come out of the back of a truck. I haven't. Anyway, 
the 2020 Verstappen medalist. Mm. That's in Djokovic, a.k.a. <laughs> the Joker. <laughs> well, he's hit another ball into a linesman. Good. And um, he's been accused of bringing on an injury or bunging on an injury uh, whenever he's losing. Ah, what do you think of this? I think that's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a technique. Technique. Some have used it over the years. Um, and, uh, you know, I've always enjoyed I, – I like the Joker when he is losing, to be honest. <laughs> you know, I just like to see the act. You know, ooh, it's all here. You can get the trainer out. Yeah, sorry, mate, you know, apologising to the bloke he's playing against. Now, there's match-fixing allegations, not concerning <laughs> the Joker, um, but concerning the French Open, uh, concerning a particular game in, uh, might have been the women's doubles, two young players, 18, 19 years old, one from the Soviet Union, one from the United States, and uh, clearly it looks as if they did deliberately try to lose a service game. That's what's being investigated. Just I, one game? Just one game. Yep. Right, right. Yep. Did you know about this beforehand? No, I didn't. No. No, nobody no. phoned me about it. But then again, I was down at the bank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at your poker machine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just out the back. Yeah. You know, no one else, you can't see it. No one can see me in there. <laughs> Do you spend much time there? Oh, I'm there all day. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I can. I've got a few minutes to you know, spare. I think, oh, well, ooh, is the bank open? Yep. I'm off. G'day, Roy. Want some money? Yes, please. You know, I go. Now, uh, you mentioned Meg Ladding HG um, and this extraordinary yeah, no, women's cricket it, team. I fantastic. mean, it is extraordinary. They're rewriting the record books as yeah. we speak. Yeah. 21 wins in a row. Yeah. Um, amazing to think that Punter got 21 all those I years I know. Ago. I'd forgotten all about that. Yeah. And now the game's changing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, Alexander Zverev, Zverev, he's yep. put his hand up as a potential Verstappen medalist for next year. He's uh, certainly um, putting some runs on the board. Uh, now, he's uh, been playing or did play the French Open knowing he had COVID. <laughs> um, there are, well, people, some people, including myself actually, are questioning the bloke's sanity. Mm. Uh, mm. He could hardly breathe, sweating. Mm. Coughing. Fever, temperature. Yeah. But he struggled on, did all he could to... Um... Now, have you opened a book on Verstappen medalists next year? Yep, yes, I have. Yeah, go to yep. the sites yeah, and have yeah, a look yeah. and get involved. You for can God's get sake. involved and yeah. uh, Zverev is there. He's, his odds are shortening. Uh, now, uh, you mentioned uh, the uh, the Wunderkind, Joseph Swaley. I don't know what... I, I just hope it works out. I can see him in the tricolours or the tricolour. I can. Yeah. But I can also see him... You know, with the, with the coach wooden myrtle. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? I know. And I can see him in the golden wallaby colours. Right. I can see, you know, I can see him on a horse. This bloke can do anything. Uh, now, uh, Souths to, uh, to play matches. This is very exciting news for people in rural and regional Australia. Souths uh, will be playing matches in Dubbo, uh, the Sunshine Coast, the Central Coast, over the next two seasons. Now, uh, as well, they will be playing a uh, match, I think, in Dubbo um, 
uh, or it might be Mudgy. This is the uh, oh, the charity charity shield, shield against Mudgy, St yes. George. Yes, at yes. Mudgy, beautiful yeah. over there, yeah. at Mudgy. Now, were the hogs for the homeless get involved but in no, these they things? They probably did. They probably they, they probably uh, put the grass down for, yeah. that, for that particular, that, particular they, one yeah. for that, the oval there. But this is great news for for decentralisation. For that vision that might have been Barry Unsworth had this vision. Of rugby league. Of rugby league. Spreading the word. Rural and regional Rural Australia. Rural and regional Australia. Right? It's win, 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 Do you think win. it's a big plug-in for the economy? So yeah, I places? think so, yeah. yeah. For regional economy, Like yes. people will be moving to Mudgee now just to get well, it. Well, people are. Yeah, I know. People are voting with their feet. Yeah. You know, whenever I go down to the bank these days, I hardly see anyone. They're all going to Mudgee and Dubbo and Orange and mm-hmm. Bathurst and they, Lithgow. They're better banks there, you know. Do they? Yeah, they lend you more money. Don't. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, I'm there. Now, state of origin fallout, HG. Wayne, uh, that's, uh, you know, Wayne. Wayne picks two Broncos. Surprises me that. He's actually picked two. How did you find them? I don't know. Um, and he's dropped Justin Hodges as assistant coach, and I think this is a real mistake. Uh, Hodges has been terrific. For the um, maroon cause, the maroon cause. I mean, no one has a more maroon heart than Hodjo. Who's he going with? Big Gordy Tallis? I don't know. I don't know who. No, he's brought in one of his Souths mates. I think. Oh, one of one of the assistant coaches at Souths. I think mm-hmm. he's brought in. Any so interest I, in maroon in the Souths? I don't think so. No, I think they're just very professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Freddie has dropped Clemmer from the Blues. Yeah, but there's a reason. He's uh, sacked him or dropped him for sulking. I've never heard of this before. Nor have I. He was sulking in the camp last year, apparently. Oh, I didn't know Clemmer was a sulker. And what is it? Not enough game time, oh, or having I to play fullback when he'd rather play centre? Just or I think he's a forward. He's a forward. Yeah, yeah couldn't see. Well, of course, he couldn't was, get a word out of him. You know, you right there, Clemmer. Yeah. Go on, Clemmer, buck up. Are you yeah, getting no. involved? No. no. What's the matter? No, it's nothing. Nothing. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? Nothing. Yeah. Right. Nothing. Can't I play in the? Can't I play in the pack? That's what I'm. Do you want to play? Do you? Do you? Come? No. no. Don't want nothing. Don't want nothing. Don't want nothing. Come on. Come on, Clem. How about a game of cart? No. Do you want to go to the casino? No. No. Master Chef Clem. Do you want to go to the bank? Yeah. No, Roy does it all for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, HG, we always announce this time of year. It's always very exciting. It's golf month. <laughs> it is. It's and- golf month. And I'm grateful to Janet. Might have been Janet Haddam who's alerted me to Golf Month, as she usually does each year. From Thailand Bend in South Australia. Yes. Yeah. Uh, there's the My Golf program, which looks very exciting. Now, get into golf for seniors. Now, this is on. It's up and happening. And get into golf for women. Just turn up. Just turn up at a golf club and you'll be made more than welcome. All you don't have to Gear be a member. You shoes. Yep. Everything will be provided for you. Would you get to drive one of those buggies? Yes. Or do you have to be ticketed for No, that? no, no, no. You can drive a buggy. You're, you're given your clubs. You're given uh, correct footwear. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a the pro there, the local pro, uh, will probably, you know, get clubs that are the right size for you. All of, I mean, wow. honestly, what is going on in golf clubs this month it's... is just extraordinary. There's the Keno Ambrose that's happening and oh, the Golf fabulous. New South Wales Amateur and Open Championship. Now, hang on, on as well. A, now, wait a minute. You win in the golf course and then yep. win at Keno at the same time. Yes. Gee, that's a... I know. That's I'm, only in New South Wales. That's so. only in New South Wales. But I'm led to believe that uh, during golf month there will be branches, temporary branches of the Commonwealth Bank at all golf courses and you've just got to mention my name and you can go out the back. You know what I mean? Make it that way, you will. The posse pulled up around the campfire. 
It had been a hard day of bitter dust on the trail of the murderer. But spirits were lifted when Black Bruce realised it was bin night and the crew could download the Blindside podcast from the ABC Listen app. Roy, listen, um, look, some very bad news. Uh, the Parramatta Centre, Michael Jennings, mm. has tested positive yep. uh, and can't play tonight in the Parramatta Souths match. Mm. Now, uh, Parramatta, of course, come into this game they couldn't afford to lose one more player. They, I think they've lost three from they the, the match last week. Two to injuries. Wingers, couple of wingers, haven't they? Haven't Both wingers are yeah. gone. And uh, I think a, well, they used to be called, I might be wrong about this, mm. utility player is uh, oh, fallen yeah. foul of, uh, you know, the tribunal. Mm. Now, <clears throat> Michael this Jennings. This is a real blow, isn't it? Jennings is a good player. Very good player. Now, oh. he's... Uh, the test was in September the 21st. Uh, right. Results coming through October 9. He's now banned from playing any WADA compliant sport while provisional suspension is in place. Mm. Very broad, broad uh, net that WADA throw. Yep. So it's not as though he can go and play, I don't know, tennis. No. Because uh, I, I did mark him down as a possible in the, uh, you know, Wimbledon this year, yeah. whenever they play it. Yeah. Uh, now, well, that is a blow. It can't be right, though. There's, there's how there's a beat sample to worry about. Yeah, I know. You know, I know. And uh, obviously, can we trust? Can, can we? Sorry, can we trust the the sample? Can we trust the testers? Well, I've got to say, is that the you know, is this a fit up, a stitch up? Has Jennings been fitted up? You mean did someone some, slip it into a salad roll or something? You don't know. I, don't I know. know. It, that's how most of these things are. You know, the well, that's what I that's what I've heard. You, you straight away, you thought, ah, oh, salad roll. Yeah, someone's given him a dad and salad roll. I noticed yeah. uh, other people. Uh, is it Shana Jack? Might be the swimmer's name, mm. uh, who's in a bit of trouble. And I, I think it was a salad roll in salad her roll, too. Yeah, yeah. And um, what about I, that Chinese swimmer? Oh, uh, he's salad roll specialist, isn't he? Yes, well, James Sigiaro and, mm. uh, as mentioned, Shana Jack, mm. uh, they both tested positive for the same. Uh, you know, drug, well, the same salad roll, I suspect. Um, and uh, it's a mandatory four-year ban, which would see uh, Michael probably not play any more rugby league. Oh, Lord. Um, which would be a big blow. So big, can I just blow. put that? Yeah. I, I don't want to mm. undersell this. I don't want to make less of this problem. But as one door closes, mm. another door opens. The Eels will now have to replace the veteran mm. with the up-and-coming up winger, Hayes Dunster. Dunster? He's looking. I don't know if we've had the name Dunster associated with rugby league before. Well, I know people at home have their encyclopedias. They do. They could have a look and text us. Is that D U N S T E R? Correct. Dunster. Yeah, Dunster and Hayes. Well, I like Hayes. You know who does? It doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Hayes Dunster. Hayes Dunster. The, the, it's described here as the in the, uh, let's see, Fox Sports yeah. as the most likely candidate. So it's not confirmed. Oh, I know a lot official. of Dunster's freaks will be heading there, but yeah. for God's sake, be warned, it may not be Hayes who's running out. You'll enjoy whoever's there. Sure. But it'd be great if Dunster could get a, yes. a step up into the big time. Well, what a shot in the arm for the whole Dunster community. I know. And family and extended family. Extended family. family. And I hope the, the word club... will be spreading exactly. as we speak. He's in, he's in. Yeah. I hope the club... Hayes. Got... Hayes is in. Who? <laughs> you know, Cousin Hayes. <laughs> yeah. I... You remember Hayes, the little bloke? <laughs> yeah, running around the backyard. Remember yeah. that? <laughs> Christmas. Remember, remember he... the Dunster reunion? <laughs> <laughs> remember he pranked his bike in that's a telegraph right. pole. That Dunster, yeah. that Hayes. Now, couldn't shut him up. No, that's right. Good chirpy little bloke. Remember, we gave him a gun and he shot a few <laughs> rounds off. Ah, big G up. Now, listen, uh, what I hope is the club does the right thing 
And what, not put too much pressure on the kid? <laughs> well, obviously not, but, and tell him, <laughs> you, you know. Now, what I hope is that there's a chance for a bit of what I called, you know, show and tell of the world of Parramatta and then maybe a meal somewhere and then usher them into special seats maybe halfway on the, you know, maybe a few rows back on the... Is this the Dunster a, clan? The Dunster clan, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm would talking, they come by bus, would they? They would come by several buses. I mean, it might be a couple of hundred people. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Because let's face it, yeah. mm. to get quickly to this level is mm. not in everybody's the possibility of every rugby league player. Yeah. A lot of people play and they don't get to play. No, that's ball. true. That's true. And let's face it, the odds against the... But param- if he is the first dunster mm-hmm. to represent first grade rugby league, there should be some announcement, some presentation, something. Something. I hadn't thought of this. You mean that... And someone who, you know, the whoever's the patriarch or matriarch of the family would be there to receive on the behalf shield. of Hayes... Yeah, a certificate. A certificate, yeah. Now, in the uh, AFL, you may know that when they sing the club song with the new players who haven't yep. had a win before, I think yep. it is as opposed to never played before, mm. stand in the middle and they pour Gatorade over them. Oh, yes. You know, something really good like that. So, yep. you know, they've said... Yeah, you get that sense of... In, in, <laughs> Inclusion. Yeah, and this year there's been Acceptance. a lot of... Yeah, this year there's been a lot of todger tugging and, you know, oh, pokes yeah. up the bum and sort of things yeah. like that, which is all yeah. part of the rough and tumble of AFL. Sure, it is getting your head dunked in the sanitizer bath, that sort of stuff. Yeah, well, that's, you know... That's COVID-19. <laughs> the arrow of history changes everything. Mm. Now, uh, would you think that somehow that the Dunster mm. welcome... Yeah. And I'm not sure how far I'd go with this, but are you expecting a Just grammar? to some sort of trumpeted like, fanfare. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and gentlemen please for the first them. time on a rugby league paddock. Anywhere in Australia. Anywhere in the world. Oh, well, sorry, yes. Please welcome Hayes <laughs> Dunster. The cult of 11 believes in the power of the number 11. If you believe in 11, then bludge on the blind side, here on ABC Radio. Now, um, that's great crowd noise, isn't it? Yeah. We could get a crowd noise like that for the dunce. Mm. Now, um, this is a story that's taken some time, some years in the making. It concerns Ricky Stewart, a.k.a. the Angry Ant, a.k.a. Sticky, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Carlos Smithson, mm-hmm. etc. Now, he had a terrific win last night. He did. Uh, it was an exciting win because the uh, Canberra Raiders got a good score up. They did. And, you know, sort of more or less challenged the Roosters, the SBW Roosters, yeah. to run them down. Yeah. They didn't. So the Raiders no, were they had on. a go at it, though. No, I know. They, they, they did have a go. They, they really had a go. Even Sonny Bill put his hand up. I know. He and set up one little try. Very nice. Nice little offload. Yeah. You know? It's and, good. And we come to that. That's the other side of the equation. Can mm-hmm. I just say that in the build-up to this game, there was a beautiful article about what keeps Ricky Stewart up at night. Oh, no. I'd and hate to go there inside <laughs> Ricky's head. Can you imagine? No, I can't. It's not the roosters that keep Ricky up at night. It's not the potential for revenge either because, remember, last yes. year, of course, they got there and they were denied. The, the coaches hated, hate each other. Yeah, and the six again and the yeah. referees had to come out and apologise to the Raiders and they burnt the clubhouse down That's and they right. stopped doing the Viking clap for a few months. Mm-hmm. It's his own team that has him tossing and turning. Oh. Uh, after six years of patience, Stuart believes that his side mm. has grown from the ground up along with a handful of stellar international airports can beat any other team. 
I mean, the Stellar International Airports are pretty good, I must confess. What keeps me up is making sure we get to our best. I've said it all along. This is no disrespect to anybody, but my biggest fear is us. Gee, hope you didn't tell the players that. If we turn up and play our best foot game of football, we're going to be in the fight. If we don't turn up and have individuals playing their best game of footy, we won't win. Mm. We won't win any game, let alone a final. Mm. Mm. Our biggest fear is us. Is I've us. never encountered this idea before. No. The no. other thing is Stick is a big believer in when he's when they have a dud performance mm. commenting, oh, well, it wasn't us out there. Yeah. Mm. That's right. We often ask, well, who was who it? Who was it? <laughs> yeah, impersonators. <laughs> in the jumpers and the yeah. trousers. Yeah. Now, one thing is our biggest fear is us. Mm. Did grass ever... You know, when you were playing, did Grass ever come to you and say, Roy, you know, I think everything's going Well, it was tacit. It was tacit. tacit a couple of times, HG, at halftime, Grass would come in and say, um, you know, when are you blokes going to play like shamrocks? Mm-hmm. We thought, oh, I thought we were. <laughs> and uh, yet to look Apparently we're not, yeah. yeah. Apparently you're not because, you know, sometimes you'd be down, you know, 12 blot, halftime, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, against the Bathurst Charltons or some. Busted ass team. Busted ass team that, yeah, anyway. When are you both going to start playing like Shamrocks? And it it hurt too when he said that. Because you were proud. Because we were proud, yeah. Honest. Yeah, so we we look at each other, you know, and Stomp would get up and say, yeah, yeah, leave us alone, Grass. And Grass would go outside and Stomp would turn and say, listen, you blokes, we're going to start playing like, we're going to start playing like bloody Shamrocks, all right? Anyone who doesn't want to play like a Shamrock, leave now. Couple of bikes left. You were down to eleven. <laughs> we're down to eleven, but we won. <laughs> this is the Church of Football Redemption, bludging on the blind side with the collection tray and a slab of fruit and nut. It's those lively lags and the double XL shorts. Roy Slaven and HG Nelson. Ah uh, yes, now last night, of course, in the other match, the uh, the end of an era. Uh, well, in the same match, sorry, I jumped from uh, codes there. Yeah. Uh, we're back still with the Raiders and the SBW. I meant the mm. other team, mm. with the SBW, the Roosters. Oh, yeah. You see where I'm yeah. going here. Yeah. Uh, it's the last time we might see SBW. And the last time we might see Mitch Orbison. True. Yeah. True. Mm. But sadly, the Mitch send-off hadn't got the press that the SBW sent No, that's has. true. And uh, <clears throat> it was seen here, a, a beautiful article, I mean, you know, by uh, in the Murdoch Press of yeah. all places, yeah. goodbye to a favourite sonny of the NRL as a great showman signs off, open brackets, again, close brackets, in style. Ah. And it's it's a heartfelt yeah. spray. Yes. Thanking Sonny for everything he did. Now, mm. people forget that the bloke came out here and only got 150 a game. I'm mm. not talking about $150. I'm talking no. about $150,000 a game. Yeah. And he put in, I mean, he sure he came off the bench. I think yeah. he played 14 minutes in the first game. He, he did. played something like 32 in the second game. He, he did. cried off in the next game because of a busted neck, yeah. came back and That's really right. put in for put the in. team over a short period of time. Mm. Obviously, the key forward started it all. Yeah. And then, as you pointed out earlier, he got a beautiful ball away for yeah, a try. Yeah, nice little ball, ball away, yeah. yeah, yeah. For yeah. a Set try. The, the uh, Tedesco the, try, yeah. The Tedesco, no. Yeah, in this, in this other one. Now... Mm. I don't know where he But it's just to. his presence, you know. He has a presence about him, doesn't he? He does. And that's something that's hard to put a value on. Yes. You know, how it lifts everyone around him. Yeah. He lifted the whole team. 
Yeah, and the, to yeah. lose. To, well, to lose. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. yeah. The section yeah. ran out really mm. on the they bus. They did. They did. They, 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 they gave it a red hot oh, go. they were terrific. You know. Terrific. You now, can't question their heart or their commitment. Now, can I raise a few issues yeah. here? Um, and we may never see his like again. Sonny Bill. No. No. Yeah. And remember at this... Uh, remember the Canterbury Connection, you know, when he was... Can- a, all those years ago. He was a berry there for a little while, you know, 15 and minutes or so. Then he went and played rugby union for yes, the All Blacks. All Blacks. Up to the he All Blacks. He was Black the greatest level. All Black ever, they reckon. The greatest All Black ever? Yep. Mm. That's what they say. Right. And that's big <laughs> because there's another Wallaby All Black fiasco tonight. Yes. I'm using that term advisedly in fiasco. I know. I know. Uh, the All Blacks won't know who they're facing. <laughs> You know, when the, I don't know, who are we sending out? I don't know. Just <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, Brand O'Connor's there, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> in the form of his life. <laughs> now, before we get on to that, mm. we come now to something I think a can of worms that the NRL needs to look at and either decide that they're for it or decide that we've got to go in a different direction. And that is, is this tr- scrums? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is turning up big-name players from yesteryear to be paid an awful lot of money to come and have a fling. Oh, yeah. Now... I said at the time when this was announced, what do the clubs think of this? Mm. And now we've got this other thing, the Suwali incident, where, um, uh, 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 as we mentioned earlier, a rabbit looks like he's going to become a rooster. Yeah, even before he's been a rabbit. Now, apparently, Volandis approves of all this malarkey. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I'm not sure that I do. Well, it's very modern, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, I think that's right. And the Man of Feathers is very modern. Now, we've got to, uh, you know, old ideas of what a contract means. Well, this is up for debate. Negotiation, yeah. yes. See you in court. Now, can I come to the, the nub of this? Is next year, yeah. let's say a team, let's say the Roosters, they yeah. make it into the top eight. Mm. They're looking for a bit of a spark to take them through the finals. Yeah. And let's say, for argument's sake, that Cam Smith was uh, oh, yeah. not playing anymore. Mm-hmm. Would you expect Cam Smith to come back, should the money play be for right, East, yeah. to play for East? If the money's right, yeah. Or... You know, it might be more modern than that and more nuanced. Oh, I know. Maybe Easts would lend Cam a couple of hundred thousand. You know what I mean? No, I see where you're going with this. Yes. And say, should you decide to play, we wouldn't yeah. expect it back. No. Yeah, or the, the interest rate will be, you know, negative. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah quite a bit negative. Yeah. Like 15%. Something like that. So yeah. we'll owe you so we'll, <laughs> at the end. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so no. we'll give you the two hundred thousand, right? You borrowed that at a negative interest rate, and we'll pay you one hundred and fifty dollars a week to keep it. <laughs> the greyhound industry questions the French submarine deal, the issue of fracking, and the financial health of our universities. This is Bludging on the Blind Side on ABC Radio. Um. <clears throat> So years ago on this program, on this very program, we suggested that Woody Allen would be a good person to get out to run around in the finals. Yeah, he was going to play for the Storm, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. Now, I'm not opposed to that. No, I'm not opposed to that. I think that would certainly garner a lot of interest worldwide. (laughs) Exactly. Now, that raises a question. Did Sonny Bill, did the people who were thrilled by the idea, I think they Mm. quoted 300 million people were tuning into rugby league every Mm. week because Sonny Bill was playing, it was saving the the expenses, the publicity expenses of rugby league had been knocked down by 30 million a week. That's right. Did the people stick? Yeah. And if so, does that open the door for more... Oh, I'm, more of this sort of uh, well, show guess, business yes, coming crossover. to rugby league. Yeah, crossover. I was going to say zany, but that's the wrong word. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, I, I was just wondering if The Rock, 
uh, mm-hmm. very popular with people. I mean, sure, he might be worth a bit more than Sonny Bill to play rugby league, but he could be a starter. Yeah. People would love to see The Rock playing rugby league. Well, they would, but they can picture The Rock playing rugby league. Mm. I think you've got to get someone that you can't imagine playing no, rugby that, league. Like Woody Allen. <laughs> like Woody Allen. That, that, that really... I mean, it would be fascinating to see where they how play he him, yeah. you know, what bellyache does with him, how he marshals whatever skills he's got. <laughs> you'd, have, you'd have to, uh, I don't know. No, no, I understand. Spend a little while with him too. Yeah. Well, and to point out what he's to expect out there because there'd be a lot of blokes looking for him. Brothers are the lifeblood of the AFL. Imagine the game without the enormous contribution of the Cloaks, the Jarmans, the Kernos, the Browns, the Crouches and the Archies. Forgotten by many, but not by genuine Aussies. Bludging on the blind side. Uh, Roy, I know the news is almost with us, but a couple of things. Are you disappointed that SBW, given that he knew let's face it, at 10 o'clock last night that he wouldn't be playing any more rugby league, mm. didn't immediately get on to Gal and say, look, we've got to put something together. Mm. You're in town, I'm in town. Why not, exactly. you know, ask somebody to open up an oval somewhere, yep. we set up a ring and have a swing. Yeah. Are you disappointed with that? Very disappointed. Because he came with the idea that he had quite a big agenda. Mm. Uh, obviously, rugby league was a key part of it. The boxing, the, the world of SBW moves on. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah. I would have loved to have seen him say maybe offer his services to the Maroons. Uh, now, I know he can't actually play, but there's lots of other things uh, SBW Want to reach can. out to Wayne Bennett. Reach out to Wayne Bennett, that's so, right. look, I noticed you got rid of Hodjo. Um, would you like SBW? Would you like SBW in your corner? And Not then bad. a call through to Gal. Hey, Gal, what are you doing this weekend? Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Bring still the got, blue shirt. Still got your gloves? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the other thing is, jumping from topic to topic, I did mm. see some excellent vision of Steve Smith, the cricket superstar. Yes. He's learnt the guitar during lockdown. Has he? It's incredible to see him play. Wow. Uh, you know, you think, oh, he's scoring a quick, lively tonne. Yeah. Is but, it electric, sort of Van Halen no. style, or is it more acoustic? No. I'm sure he could adapt to the mm. electric guitar, the Fender, Strat, yeah. Yeah. or whatever. And I, I, you've read my mind, because mm. with the death of Eddie, yeah. I'm just wondering if, you know. Steve Smith could do a tribute album or something. <laughs> Hadn't gone that far. I was just wondering if, um, you know, what's his name, David Lee Roth, yeah. might be prepared to put bygones be bygones and oh, ring yeah. up Steve and say, we're one short, buddy. Would you like to come and Would make Would you up- like to come and join us? Yeah, on first guitar. Yeah. Because but, well, remember that Don was a great pianist. I know. Cricket and music <laughs> go together. Let's oh. not forget Six and Out. Yes. I think that was a band Brett Lee It had. was Brett Lee's band. Yes. yes. They and used to do a terrific version of did. How's That. Yeah, they did. You know, to rub the salt they, into the they, room, they so They did, to speak. yeah. Yeah, Bobby Simpson on the harmonica. I know, that was incredible, wasn't it? That was fantastic. Touch. I know, I know. And, uh, oh. No, that was really good. And so many players seem to be able to well, take Eric, it. Eric Growth, remember him on guitar? Now, he was an absolute musical savant. He was. He could have, I know, ages, different, different yeah. sensibilities. Yeah, yeah. He uh, could uh, hold down a, a, a you know, a, oh. a, an audience spellbound. He could. He, 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 and we witnessed that. We did. <laughs> and wasn't there a, a player called Jason Martin, I want to say, who had a song called Take, Take It Me to the Top? top. There that was. Wally the, Meldrum produced? The North Sydney Bear. Bear North Sydney Bear. Yeah. Oh, right. So Just much talent. <laughs> and, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if um, 
takes you back to Glen Nissen. Can you remember? A oh yeah, Glen Nissen. Yeah, but it might and, have been a, a, a berry. Yeah. Now I'll tell you how bad it got. Was that Glen Nissen was advised that he should send a few clips over if he wanted to get a job in, uh, say. English Rugby League. Oh, yeah. And so he spent a lot of time practising songs and yes. got his clips together. What yeah. they wanted was him doing Rugby League. Yeah. He's not playing. Not playing guitar you know, or. Up there, Kazalia, et yeah, that's right. Space. It's the final frontier and Australia is on its way to Saturn in the Jedinak Orbiter. Once we stop bludging on the blind side. Yes, welcome back to Bludging on the Blind Side, the home of the whole of hope. And uh, if you want to get involved with the show, RoyandHG at abc.net.au. That's RoyandHG at abc.net.au. And the following, Roy, have. Uh, yeah, just on the text, actually, Bernard's got in touch from Coffs Harbour. He says that uh, Cody Walker is a casino boy. He played in the Cougars. Isn't that terrific news? Terrific. So, so he's already, on show tonight. And a, and a bridge from casino to the big show. Yes, yeah. And just before we go on, speaking of the big show, I may have mentioned that the Wallabies v All Blacks was today. Yeah. It's tomorrow. Yes. I know time moves tomorrow, in funny ways. Tomorrow, 2pm. Yeah. Funny ways between here and New Zealand. It does. But it's tomorrow, not today. So It's because of the international dateline. It's <laughs> weird, isn't it, the way <laughs> <laughs> Ducks around, buddy. Yeah, it just includes Wendy yeah. Wellington and then skirts out. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, sorry, someone also suggested, actually, that they were driving through Queensland on their way to Darwin and uh, along the way on the radio we heard a promotion for Beef Week in Charters Towers. That's still on. And their slogan was, pull your cheeks apart and smile. It's Beef Week. He said it, it was a very effective campaign. <laughs> Meaning he was noticing lots of people doing exactly that. I suppose that. so. Well, fairly <coughs> racy. That is, you know, we're it? talking burlesque. Yeah. But you see, burlesque, I've always considered spotlight, yeah. mood lighting, smoke machine, that sort of stuff. I didn't expect an abattoir would have burlesque in it as no, well. No, wouldn't burlesque look fabulous in an abattoir? Eh? Wouldn't it? Uh, <clears throat> now, this has come from uh, Phil. Uh, Phil's Phil. describing himself in outrage. <clears throat> Just briefly, as she's saying, I wrote a few days ago about the sad state of uh, the new Vegemite. I made a mistake, though. He says, you may not be aware that Kraft have changed both the consistency and strength of Vegemite. What? I had no idea. What, it just comes out as liquid now? I don't know. He said it's no now taste. made by Bega. Are they the bigger cheese people? Well, they would be, but they would have been <laughs> taken over by other firms, no doubt. Uh, no doubt. They, yeah. Well, I, I had no idea that, uh, that Vegemite had changed. No, I looked at. Do I. Does it upset me? I suppose it does. Yeah. Why look, change it when everyone loved it? And Why would you bother doing that? The consistency that? worries me too. Yeah. I don't know. That's baffling. Yeah, utterly baffling. Unless they've got a campaign, new original as original. Yeah. Uh, Vegemite this is now. How this is how it used to yep. taste or something Remember like that. Remember how they had to do that with, yeah. I think, uh, Monte Carlo biscuits. They did. Now, Dan's saying with regard to food, he says, today I came across a bag of Milky Bars. Why would you buy a bag of Milky Bloody I, Bars? I that maybe not, they might have found them in the on the bus. Oh, or they I was amazed, amazed to see that it didn't contain the usual 12 fun-sized bars. Not even the metric dozen of 10 bars, but rather the insidiously devious packaging contained 11 milky bars. 11? 
This is uh, surely a ploy by the Leavenists to normalise Leavenism and indoctrinate our unsuspecting children. Oh, well, that's correct. Uh, that would be that's correct. That's how you do that, it. That, that's, of course it's how you do it. That's, See, that's just standard got, practice. That's how you got involved in borrowing money from the bank. It is. Mm. That's it. Come in and uh, have $11 and then 1100 etc. $11 million. Yeah, Marina and Andrew uh, got in touch. They're saying, while listening to you discussing Vasco da Gama oh, yeah, Vasco and da spices da and chicken, my partner had a light bulb moment. Mm. A certain popular chain in their famous number of secret spices. That'd be KFC, 11 secret spices. I didn't realise it was 11. Yeah. Is that certain? That's certain. That's advertised? That's, that's advertised. 11. 11. Oh, he was a lively person, Colonel Sanders. The Colonel, yeah. I didn't know he was the 11th, but obviously he was. Oh, yeah, and they were hiding in plain sight. Mm. Um, now, this has come from Caitlin. Mm hmm. And she says, uh, further to the rule changes ruining rugby league, has anyone found themselves annoyed, anxious even, by the sound of the incessant alarm to indicate the six again call? It's a sound people may associate with smoke alarms, fire exit doors opening the wrong way, airport security and other examples of the fun police at work. It's not a rugby league noise. She's saying. What an excellent observation. That is a great observation. Rugby league noise. (laughs) Yes. She says, could Volandes come up with a a more rugby league noise? Perhaps ex-players could sit on the sideline with a loud hailer and make a noise associated with the club awarded six again. For example, Terry Lamb could growl like a bulldog when Canterbury gets six again. Oh, that's very rugby. Or Roy Simmons could do a panther growl for Penrith at the same at the same game. It would also give the cameras something to focus on during the colourless TV crowd footage. Anyway, just a thought. <laughs> very good idea. It is an excellent idea, isn't it? Um, now, Elliot's been in touch, and Elliot's very serious here. He says... Um, uh, I was listening this morning on an early morning ride and the subject of the concrete pitch in barrel came up. Oh, yeah, yeah, concrete pitch, yeah. It occurred to me that the developers are trying to sell the land which contains the pitch for housing. That to seems yeah, to be the, that's, that's the issue. Case. Why can't the council put special conditions on the sale of that patch of land? That one, the block which contains the pitch must have a backyard in the shape of an oval with the pitch in the middle. <laughs> two, the purchasers must maintain the pitch to be in playable condition at all times between October and April. Well, hang on a minute. Can I ask, are you considering what you've seen recently on Vision mm. as playable? Because I Oh, am. I think it's playable. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. Good. Three, the purchasers must maintain the yard and keep it free of obstructions and keep the lawn at a level where cricket can be played at any time. Four, the house adjoining the yard must be similar in style to the members or ladies stand at the SCG. <laughs> Surely that would solve both the heritage issues as well as allow the land to be sold off. No, that's excellent. <laughs> that's perfect. Well, well thought through. Yes. That is brilliant. That is, brilliant. That is and, absolutely and, brilliant. I mean, I'd love to see these plans. I'd love to see especially the house next door. Yes. Colours, exactly the same, yeah. maybe in the same uh, relationship to the setting sun. Yes. It would be just a dream come true. Yes. Yes, it would. Now, uh, not a million miles away from this uh, barrel cricket pitch, HG, we... Um, Michael's been in touch. He says, I thought you might be interested. Uh, the Glen Iris City Council area, which includes the Caulfield Racecourses within its boundaries, an article in 1930 suggesting that there were shots fired at Farlap 
on the corner of Etna and James Street. That's right. Glenn Huntley yeah, in November well, well, of 1930. Well-recorded incident. Yes. Perhaps the current owner of the shotgun could be convinced to donate it to form part of the Farlap horse float pilgrimage to Balmain Pitch at Bow, to the Bradman Pitch at Barrel. What a brilliant idea that, that would, would be. That would be fantastic. fantastic. Someone fantastic. must know where that shot is. Although I don't know if anyone was ever charged. No, it can't. They saw the car. Yes. It was a blue car. Yeah, where's that car? Where's that car? See, so we've got two missing items here. Yeah, the, flo- the horse float and the and, shoddy. Yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering also if, uh, you know, mm-hmm. horse float technology moved on and there were two floats involved in Bra- in Bradman, in Farlap's career. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm, yes. I'm not saying there will be or necessarily would be, but mm. just sort of. Yeah. Thinking there's a lot to do. There's a lot, there's a lot to do, yeah. Mm. But I, I, I'm amazed that uh, the float hasn't appeared. It's a captain's call, thanks, Ref. Blokes, let's have a bludge on the blind side with Roy and HG. Now, look, uh, Roy, last night in uh, a rather, well, excitable game, mm. uh, the Richmond uh, Tigers beat the uh, St Kilda Saints. Yes. Uh, and once again, uh, Tom Lynch emerged with full credit. He'd uh, had a hammy the week before, didn't play. Obviously, the boys... Last weekend didn't play as well as they can, but they were back to form. Mm-hmm. And uh, I noticed that in post-match reports that the Lynch incident seems to be the real big talking point out of the game. Well, I've got to say is the umpiring, uh, I don't normally talk about umpires, but I did think the umpires were extremely generous to the, uh, you know. To the Tigers. Mm. Um, Ooh, and yeah. uh, there were a couple, of incidents, uh, well, a couple of incidents. Has this been raised... With the murderer. Officially? No, well, I think the murderer's position is we don't want the Saints there. And, uh, you know, everybody was on board with that particular idea. Okay. Um, Both teams had these relatively, speaking, the same number of scoring shots. I think Mm -hmm. the Tigers had one more scoring shot than the Saints. But, of course, the Tigers had a night out of accuracy. Mm. Uh, But it was one one, one them, you know, there was a bit of uh, what I just called as, you know, argy-bargy. I mean, these weren't ticky-touchwood things that were missed. Uh, There were a couple of real shockers the uh, umpires missed. Anyway, be that as made, the uh, Lynch... Talking point is the key one. Once again, this season, Lynch will be under the match review officer's scrutiny for an unnecessary action. Richmond key forward was ominous in ominous form, returning from the hammy, dominating uh, Saints defender Dougal Howard and finishing with two five. He was the cause of a you know the, most of the points the uh, the Richmond side got that five. I mean, they could have really blown them off the park. Mm. Um, he ended up being close to best of field. He was also aggressive, combative mood. Uh, including a scuffle with Howard that saw Lynch laying on Howard's head as he was on the ground and then appeared to dig his left knee into the uh, St Kilda defender's neck. Mm. It uh, continues a fiery season for Lynch, who was sent to the uh, AFL Tribunal in August for a clash with Essendon's Michael Hurley. Now... Is he uh, on the grub end, HG? I, I was just going to say was that with Toby... Is he putting his hand up? Thanks. It, mm. Without uh, Toby Green there, because obviously Giants weren't very good yeah. uh, in the end. It's great to see the baton moving mm-hmm. over to, of course... Uh, Tom Lynch. Tom Lynch. Now, the other yeah. thing was there were a number... Of, so he's a hard man. Yeah, Is yeah. he the, the Richmond hard man? Well, Could we describe him as that or not? Sadly, no. I think oh. he, he, a bit of an idiot. Oh. You know, the wrong... The wrong <laughs> you know, do you know what I mean? Right. He's sort of... Was it inappropriate, you said, Inappropriate of the... <laughs> yes, that's right. 
That's yeah. right. It wasn't the only incident I thought the MRO could, person could have a look at. Right. But be that as now, may, is this, may be, this is, uh, he's been cited for this? Uh, no, good question. Is it uh, going upstairs, so to speak? Yes. Now, look, this is a good question. I haven't seen any... Reportage uh, of that? No, but that doesn't mean it hasn't happened. Right. Meaning it's just just the, uh, when I left to come to work this yeah. morning, that wasn't uh, yet determined. Yeah. But, uh, well, I suppose more importantly, but can, the question would be, is he the linchpin oh, and will good. they miss him next week should he be rubbed out for a week? Uh, they appear to need him to win, ah. but... But uh, there's okay. other plenty of other tigers who can step up and uh, you know do the grub work mm-hmm. if that's what you're worried about. Yes. You know, should the uh, match against Port Powell lose a lot of its attractiveness sure. because no one's got the G <laughs> next to their name? <laughs> uh, look, I've got to say is is that um, um, the match seemed to uh, be played mm-hmm. as a final. Now this is really difficult to mm-hmm. accept nowadays because the rest of the season isn't played as though it was a final. So rules. One memorable thing was Dusty doesn't need the ball kicked or uh, handball to him. All he does is they pass it to him now, literally. Oh. They give it to him. Oh, wow. And that's something new so and that's, fresh. That's, that is fresh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sort of, wow, is there a sort of sleight of hand involved? Oh, yeah, they, it's, it's disguised. Bump, the players bump into each other and all, all, of, all sudden, of a sudden Dusty emerges with the ball. With ball. Uh, <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Okay. Now, um, so we move on there. Now, one thing um, we have to consider is these breakthroughs that uh, Volandas, the man with feathers, mm-hmm. has persuaded the government to do with sou- uh, crowd uh, size. Yes. Uh, He's now, twisted the Berejiklian government here, hasn't he? It appears that way. Mm. A deal has been struck. I think that's, you yeah. know, following up your thoughts. <clears throat> to allow thousands more racegoers trackside at Everest with a special easing of restrictions for the world's richest turf race to boost the state's economy. Good. Now... Good. It could also have a disastrous effect on the state's economy. Well, you're suggesting it could be a sort of... Uh, super spreader? Super spreader event. Mm. Well, I'm not well, saying... we don't want that. No, we don't want that. Surely now. masking, social distancing. Can, can I ask, what are you expecting the uh, Everest... Now, this is, I know, a question mm. without notice. Mm. What are you expecting the Everest to put into the economy? I know you, you've taken out a big uh, amount of money to have a bet on the Everest. I am. And yeah. uh, I think if you win, mm. uh, you know, several trillion dollars will be coming your way. It's that big a bet. It is a big bet, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I just <clears> – it <throat> was one of those things I just happened to be, you know, I went down Walking to have a, have a game, you know, on the poker machine. I, so I happened to be in the bank. And uh, I overheard them saying, you know, loans, money, blah, blah, blah. I said, well, well how, much could you, how much could I borrow? And they sat me down and I was astonished. Mm. Mm. Absolutely astonished. I thought, oh, well, I might be able to get, you know, 1.2 or 1.7 or something like that, you know, because I said I wasn't going to – I was just going to bet it, bet the money. I just wanted to see how much I could get. They said they could conservatively loan me $25 for one bet. And I said, uh, well, that sounds interesting. You know, I'll just go back to the poker machine and think about it for a few (laughs) minutes. The World Boxing Federation is committed to the development of the quantum computer, supports astronomy and believes in rational debate. No other sport has made such commitments. This is Bludging on the Blind Side on ABC Radio. Now, Roy, what worries me about this is does this actually do anything for the economy? Because let's face it, you get the twenty-five million, and you know, yeah. but the bank respects your judgment here about what horse it goes on and all that. They don't ask question about that. Not As one. I understand it, in the 
height of COVID, mm. a lot of money was taken from superannuation and yes. spent on the punt. Yes. Now, does that actually help the economy or does it does it sort of just move money from one person's account to another person's account without generating jobs? Yeah. Because let's face it, your poker machine, and let's face it, I'm not knocking you for putting money through the poker machine. No. I do it myself. Yeah. But it doesn't generate any jobs. I don't see the club or the bank putting oh, on yeah, more someone's stuff. Oh, yeah, someone's got to empty the bloody machine every few hours. You know, that's got to happen. So, so that's a bit of a job for someone in the bank. Right. For a start. Yeah, true. And if you had 25 million, yeah. be a fair bit. Well, someone's got to fill out the form and look at the form. Yeah, true. And you, you often baffle them with your documentation that you take in to demonstrate they didn't cover most of this money. Mm. They're interested in no docs. No. Low doc. No, 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 they, they, they don't, don't want, want to see anything. <laughs> they, they just want to see the size of my wheelbarrow. <laughs> How are you going to cram it in? Yeah, how how are we going to cram it in here? Health orders were signed. uh, And whether I've got a tarpaulin tarpaulin to to keep the money dry. So that it doesn't get nicked on my way to the boot. Because often you can't get a park right outside the bank, you yeah. know what I mean? Because they're taken by bank robbers usually. <laughs> well, there's a bus stop there. Bloody bus stop. What a, why would you put a bus stop in front of a bank? True. For God's sake. Now, health orders were signed yesterday afternoon to create a special exemption so as 11,000 racegoers can attend Royal Ramwick next Saturday for the Everest. 11,000. Well, that's good. 11,000, That's yeah. a good crowd. Now, that's more than double the current arrangement. How big an area would we need to socially distance 11,000 people? Well... That's an interesting question. I may be able to help you there. Yeah. Public order uh, formalises a limited exemption of COVID restrictions for three race days. This is obviously, you know, coming up the Golden Eagle at Rose Hill and the mm. two events at uh, Ramwick. However, the arrangements will fall short of the push by senior business figures and cabinet ministers to boost numbers even further and match other states by allowing one person per two square metres. Now, there's a lot of acreage in, or hectareage yeah. in a race course. Yeah. Racing boss Peter Volanders who has led the state to, you know, in ensuring the survival of major events, uh, continues to examine greater capacity options when the strong data on New South Wales COVID infection rates warrants it. Now, Jobs Minister Stuart Ayres Mm. secured exemptions for the race days with a series of COVID-safe plans developed by the Australian Turf Club and the New South Wales Health. Under the plan, close to 11,000 people, obviously. Uh, Now, the Everest on the... Uh, 17th, 6,000 people at Rose Hill will race course on the Golden Eagle. So Rose Hill can't have as many. An exemption has been struck for it to allow 11,000 people on Cup Day. That's Melbourne Cup Day. Yes. Without the exemptions, uh, Ramwick events would be living, limited to 5,000 and Rose Hill 3,000. So it's a big step up from there. It is, isn't it? Now, under the plan, all race goers will be allocated a seat to ensure safety. They will be asked to remain in their seat except when visiting hospitality areas for food and drink or using the restrooms. No mention of putting a bed on. Ah. That's what So you're allowed to put a bed on or not? Well, I'm not sure. See, most people would be doing it on their apps. Yeah, you know, I their, suppose. Uh, TAB apps. Yeah. Now, the indoor sections of Royal Ramwick remain limited to 2,161 people. Mm. Racing officials would still like that figure to be lifted to 5,000 people with strong safety mechanisms in place. Good. Now, Volanders welcomed the easing of restrictions but said he hoped to continue working to move further ahead. We're appreciative with what the government has done and we would like to continue working with them on checking the data on community infections and moving towards lifting the one in four square metre per rule in favour of one person per, per obviously, two square uh, metres, not four square metres. Ah, okay. Now, 
The minister, racing minister, Kevin a- Anderson, said the $2.6 billion uh, racing industry was a key driver, economic driver. Racing has been the unsung hero of COVID in supporting thousands of jobs and increased crowd stands uh, to mm-hmm. celebration of incredible shape our states, or you indicate the indicate the incredible st- uh, shape our race thoroughbred industry is in. Mm. Now they think I think that they'd be putting on say upwards of three hundred people for a day's work. Good. So that's in a hell of Good. a boot up. Well, that's a, that's a shot in the arm, isn't it? It is for the state. For the state. Yes. Now. Yeah, not to mention all of those at home that are getting involved, walking down the street, going to the TAB, you might buy a coffee on the way. Organising sweeps. Organising sweeps, phoning mates. Wow, a bump in telephone traffic. That's something I (laughs) hadn't thought of at all. Yep, yep, all of that. And maybe people selling frocks and uh, hats and stuff like that. What am I going to wear? Yeah, exactly. I've got nothing to wear. Yeah. So I'll go down to, you know. Target and see if I can find see something. See if I can find something. Yeah, mm. new T-shirt. What? You'd lash out a new T-shirt? New T-shirt. Now, we come to the protocols of uh, entry mm. and I know you're keen and I know we've talked about this many, many times yeah. with going to rugby league. Do you think we have to apply the same protocols at rugby league into the bath, into the shower, of back course. into the I assume that's. I assume that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody's phoned me to say it's not going to happen that and, way. But people have got to be prepared as soon as they arrive. To strip off. Strip off. Into the into bath. the bath, hosed off, dry yourself, get dressed, the... off you shoot. Now, 11,000 people, mm. these people have to remain in their seats except when visiting hospitality areas for food or drink or purchases using the restaurant. Yeah. Now, who's going to do the policing of that? Oh, there'll be a lot of people there. Well, see, that jobs, 300 people. Jobs, yeah, no, I know, I know. There'll be people there in uniforms, like horse uniforms or something. Ah. Who will be saying something like, where are you going? Mm-hmm. What's your name? Yeah, where are you going? And, and if you say, oh, oh, I'm going to the toilet, yeah, I'll figure. Yeah. I'm going to get a beer. Yeah, I'm going to get a beer. Fair, fine. Yeah. Where right. are you sitting? Yeah. Oh, way over there. Mm, okay. <laughs> There's a toilet, but... Yeah. Much closer to you than this one. Mm. Yeah, but my mates are over my here. My mates are over here. Yeah, and I'm going to the toilet with them. We're with them. <laughs> it's acute on chronic. A perfect storm. A bloke in the front seat of the Datsun 180B with blood-stained putty knife in the hip pocket. Wait a minute. That's the murderer. Now on Bludging on the Blind Side. Now, just uh, one small thing uh, connected with the match tonight is um, um, we've got to get uh, Dylan Brown, mm-hmm. who's a very key and lively player. There are only two, only two players at Parramatta who ever do any media, it appears, Dylan Brown mm-hmm. and Junior Polo. Junior so Polo, you get yeah. article every week because Parramatta's the only, I'm right in saying, the only Sydney team left in, Yeah. Uh, apart from Penrith, obviously, sure. they're out there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah. Dylan Brown and Junior Polo, every week. Yeah, but they're always great entertainers. Great copy. Mm. Great copy. Now, he says... Um, Is this Dylan or... Dylan, sorry. Junior. Yeah, no, oh, Junior's a philosopher. You wouldn't get oh, this yeah. from... <laughs> right, yeah. okay. I, I like those hard players, not necessarily the flashy ones. He, that's how he sums up his, uh, his summing up a rugby league. Mm. Brown's interests aren't limited to rugby codes. In a bid to stay occupied in lockdown, he's created a clothing label. Now, I, uh, didn't the Burgess brothers do this? The Burgess... Of course the Burgess <laughs> brothers did this. Right. Now, completely And different. very successful. Yeah, the four Bs, I the think. The four Bs, yes. The Buzzy Bs. 
and they had shorts. And shorts, remember, real big shorts. Yeah. Enormous shorts. <laughs> and? And shorts you can put a house in. <laughs> and underpants. Yeah. Now, they've created a clothing label, We The North. We The North? Yeah. The brand is a nod to his heritage in northern New Zealand and he opera- operates it with his mum and his brother from Sydney. Oh. I don't make it so as that only people from the north can wear it. Anyone, everyone can wear it. It gives me an extra drive to make it and it's a bit more meaning behind and has a bit more we, meaning behind it using We the North. We the North. So are you thinking, I know you've got some of that. What does it look like, this We the North gear, actually? Is it anything like that uh, Burgess Boys stuff? Exactly. Is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, they got a bulk deal on the designing. Right. But that Burgess stuff, I mean, <laughs> where, where are we with that? I mean, is that available at... I don't know. I know. I know. We might have raised that question before. Where can you buy it? You might be only uh, maybe online. Yes. And what's it called? The four but Bs. The four Bs. Yeah, it might be something like that. Mm. But the difficulty is that you might want to try them on before you. You can always send it back. Can you? Yeah, you can. You know, you buy a lot of things that don't fit. Like I'd be amazed if I fitted into the extra large. Burgess Brothers. Burgess Brothers, yeah. I'd be amazed, but I might, you (laughs) know. I don't want to look too, you know, I don't want too much pillow over the top. Yeah. Anyway, now. Well, I don't know. I was was hoping like 3D printed technology could come to our assistance here, that you are measured at home. Yeah. And a code comes through that you feed into your. Printer. 3D, your printer. And it prints out your underpants or prints out your We Are The North gear. Does and it fits perfectly. Yeah. Now can I just put that on pause? It's yeah. an excellent idea and I'm, I'm right up behind it. Uh, Does We The North smack a bit of Game of Thrones? Oh. You know, they were always talking about the North. Oh, and, they were. You know, you know they, they love the North and they wanted to get back to the North and what's happening in the North. And yeah. Have you got pants up there that'll fit us? That sort of thing. Mm. Is it We Of The North? Or, or we the north. I was just using we the north. I, I just don't connect it with rugby league. No, I don't connect <laughs> it can, with anything. We connects. the north. What, is, what does that mean? What go to the north for a we? <laughs> Australian football is a family affair. Imagine the AFL without the Silvanis, the controversial corners, and the bulky Browns. Or rugby league without the Syrenans, the Morris clan, the two generations of Pierce, and the remarkable Hopoates. It's unimaginable. All these greats remembered fondly on Bludging on the Blind Side. It's called 4B, is it, Roy? You've yeah, the Burgess Boy stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Looks fantastic. Yeah. You know, uh, tees, shorts. <laughs> the exercises. Yep. Now, look, We the North is a nod to his heritage in northern New Zealand. Mm. But, I mean, that's a very obscure thing, isn't it? I mean, unless he does a lot of things with maps of New Zealand on them. Yes. Or, you know, or all blacks. You're going to miss or, that connection completely. Yeah, yeah, because you're in Australia. And there are a lot of people who couldn't give a bugger about the north of New Zealand. What? You know? People wouldn't give a bugger about the north of New Zealand. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think many Aussies, mm. you know, they think, oh, well, I better get a pair of shorts. Oh, look at this. We the North. Oh, what's it mean? Not so sure about that. New Zealand. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm just going to look weird, <laughs> especially if someone asks me, what are you doing with that stuff on? Well, that We the North stuff. You look, you look like a goose. Yeah. You look like a penguin. <laughs> or a pelican, <laughs> a I think. Pelican. Pelican's back. <laughs> Uh, look, you'll be pleased to know that Penrith have staved off interest from West Tigers and Bulldogs to keep the stains in the Panther outfit. 
Remember Charlie Staines burst onto the scene halfway through the season, mm. might have got four tries in his first match. That's right. Mm. Now, could Dunster Hayes be lining up for that now as we speak? I mean, it's a big ask. It's a big ask, isn't but it? But Charlie Staines got the four tries and yeah. there was enormous interest in There him. was enormous interest. Uh, and uh, what uh, the Staines connection is going to stay there for some time. With Penrith, that's right. Mm. Now... Speaking of uh, league, and I hope I do this justice. There's been story. a lot of stains in uh, rugby league, haven't they? They have. They have. Stomp. Oh, Stomp was very good. Yeah. And I bet you if you looked Danny up Danny Stains, stains Dan, the un- Danny the underpants the, stains. The original and best underpants stains. Mm. Um, now, look, I just hope I can do this right. It's got to do with the match last weekend, the uh, Storm v. the uh, uh, Parramatta Eagles. Oh, yes. Yep. And it's got to do with an incident involving the trainer. Mm-hmm. Coming on. The storm trainer, yeah. The storm trainer coming on and getting the referee to stop the match mm. at a crucial point yep. so as he could supposedly tend to an injured stormer. Yeah, Josh had a car, it might Josh, be. Yeah, correct. Yep. Now. Yeah. Um, well, nothing wrong with that. No, except. It's perfectly legal. Except that in the rule book, I don't think the trainer can flag the stopping of the play. No, the trainer can't. No. Now, I thought we It's had... up to the referee to do that. Exactly. So yeah. I thought we had the trouble with this uh, in a grand final not so long ago. Yeah. That may be wrong, mm-hmm. but nonetheless. So what so happens? So the trainer comes on. Can the trainer wave at the referee saying, I'm on here looking after Josh? As I understand it, he can't. He can't. Well, these are fine rules. Volanders yeah. has but to But what if the this. referee looks over and chooses to ignore it? Well, that's the, my point. Play on. That's my point. Should be playing on. Yeah. It seemed to be coming It's a muddy out. area though, isn't it? Yeah, very it's muddy. It's grey. Yeah. Because what if the player really is, you know, not like Joshua banging it on, a bit like uh, the Verstappen medalist. Uh, yeah, yeah. Verstappen medalist, don't yeah. get me started. <laughs> now, <laughs> but if, if it was genuinely, genuinely injured and needed, say, St John's ambulance people to be out there within minutes with a... With a stretcher. Yeah. Hang on. The St John's ambulance people do that now. Well, I don't know. In days gone by, they did, and they were really good at it. Now, if that happens, the referee's got to stop the match. Look, I think the referee... You can't, the referee can't have a player lying dead while the game goes on. You can't. <laughs> people won't accept that. People will ask questions. Why didn't you stop that game, you idiot? He was dying! The difficulty There's is... There's going to be that sort of... Crime. People will ask that question. Yeah. Do you think it'll go to ICAP? <laughs> now, look, what I want to clearly mark out is whether the trainer... Well, the referee can say, oh, I thought he was bunging it on. Yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, I he was bunging it on. Yeah. Now, look, can the trainer stop the match regardless of what point it is? It, they, well, the trainer's the, got to say, he's not bunging it on! <laughs> The AFL Opera, A Murderer Calls. Four quarters of blood, mayhem, death, sloop-pointing north action and getting the hard ones on the turn previews this October across Australia. Sponsored by Bludging on the Blind Side. I noticed that uh, backdoor Benny Elias... Only has one problem with the NRL punishing the Melbourne Storm for time-wasting against the Parramatta Eels. The yeah. fine wasn't big enough. Ah. Pure Elias. Were they fined? Melbourne was hit with a $10,000 breach notice for time-wasting on Tuesday after Saturday's match against Parramatta has halted by ah. referee under instruction from under instruction from Storm trainer, ah. so as winger 
Vunivalu could be treated for cramp. Oh, Vunivalu. Yeah, but, yeah, he was. He was cramping up. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I don't dispute for one minute he's cramping up. Yeah. But the difficulty is, is if the trainers are... I mean, this is open. But it wouldn't have been a trainer. It would have been Cam, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it have been Cam that would have said to the ref, hey, this Wait a minute. Let me read it again. Right. This is just, uh, this is again Fox Sport. Well, I mean, I, I take it with a well, grain of salt. Make I'm, it up. <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> now, Parramatta was halted by referee under instruction from Storm Trainer. Mm, okay. Now, it can't get it much clearer than that. No. Now, I seem to remember the incident yeah. where the. Trainer mm. ran in a zigzag sort of confused passion. He wasn't so concerned with uh, Vunivalu, who was right. collapsed on the ground, half dead. Yeah. He ran out to tell the tell the ref, ref stay, hey, stop the I'm stop the I'm out here. Is that what he exactly. said? Exactly. And Cam probably yeah. came to his rescue. Yeah, come on, ref, stop it, stop yes. it, can't you see Vunivalu's down? Well, I'll be so, right, ref. yeah. Well, I reckon the ref would have looked at, immediately to Cam, and Cam would have given him the wink. <laughs> The painting had them reeling back in awe. The smoking gun, the AFL Supremo and the Taubmans were dancing an attractive rumba before the eyes. Suddenly the crime was there for all to see, even those bludging on the blind side. And now a bit more shrinkage on bludging on the blind side. Look, he's been mentioned a couple of times today. Uh, we're talking about uh, a captain's diary by none other than Ricky Ponting. Punter Ponting, yeah. the captain's diary, 2008. Sure, it goes back, but it reads as though when you read it, you feel as though it's happening right now. Mm. But we're also throwing in, because of the Olympic celebration side, mm. the Olympic poster pack featuring the Dream and the Ice Dream, two crackers uh, which uh, never tire. Once you look at them, you think, well... It could all be ahead of us. It's That's that good. True. So the uh, poster pack plus a captain's diary, 2008 Ricky Ponting. It's terrific. This when you get involved. Oh, the photographs the alone. Photographs are just terrific and, you know, really weird things. I mean, they played a lot of cricket in those days, yeah. not like today. Does it refer to the, his 21 ODIs in a row? Yes. He says he hopes women's uh, team will break it one we'll day. Will break it. Yeah, mm. well, that's bad. And, you know, when you see these names, Hussey. Ah, oh, uh, God, he could play. Hayden, Ponting, Watson, had. Oh, I mean, they all come running back, don't they? Yep. Clark was there. The yep. other Hussey, that's uh, Mr. Hussey and Mrs. Hussey. Uh, Gilchrist, uh, Hopes, Lee, Hogg. Yeah, Hogg. What a team. I know. Hodge. Is that Rodney Hogg? Sli- <laughs> slipping over at the point of a point of delivery? <laughs> that Hogg? Probably not. No, probably, probably not. not. The one uh, Bronny's pointed out, HG, that South Sydney is still in the comp as well, and they're a Sydney oh, team. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So easy to... Because yeah, I associate them with Dubbo. <laughs> or much. Or much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah well, the Sunshine Coast. I never never associate them with Sydney. No, they're gone. South. Yeah. Now, uh, what, now what question, question is, HG, yes, pretty easy one. How much was I told I could borrow to punt by the Commonwealth Bank? How much was I told I could borrow to punt? Fern, now. Australians are considered the fairest, most honest, decent people on earth. Why? Because they embrace the ethos of the Australian Football League. Celebrated each week here on The Bludge. Uh, who are we talking to, Roy? Oh, yeah, we're joined by Matthew, who's joining us from Moranbar in Queensland. How are you there? Yeah, very well, thanks, gents. Very well. Now, what what sort of uh, what's going to bring us to Moranbar? 
Oh, Black Coal. Good. Uh, depend, depending on which side of the fence you're on, it's either the best thing going for Australia or the worst. And how many people will be digging today? Uh, well, the town's got 8,000 people, but yeah. there'd be there'd be probably 4,000 people in the Bowen Basin digging today. For, wow. About 50% of people are... are Employed are, in the coal mine. In the coal mine. And, yeah, absolutely. And, and do you have a train that lugs it all around from Murrumbah to the coast uh, or something? Many, many trains, yeah. It's about 200 k's to the coast. So, uh-huh. And, yeah, so if you drive from here to Mackay, which is our closest uh, coastal town, you, uh, you're pretty much guaranteed to see coal trains going in both directions. And uh, are the trains run 24-7 all the time, 365 a year? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Right, right. And are some of these sort of several kilometres long? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure how long they are, but you sort of wait for, if you get to the crossing at the wrong time, you can be held for about five minutes while they pass. Well, about a hundred and... About 100 and something carriages, 112 carriages, I think. Okay, right. so it's a significant player. Now, is there a festival of coal or a, the, the coal, uh, a, a coal there, ball or something? There has been a uh, coal fields festival in the past. Yes. Um, and, Where and people can demonstrate how quickly they can burn something or...? <laughs> Uh, no, there is there is a, a highly contested tug of war competition. Yes, and, uh, each, each mine gets to submit their best tuggers. Yep, and uh, and they have a pull off. So and uh, it's quite entertaining to, to see the big boys. Uh, yes, is there a coal queen competition? Not that I'm aware of in Moorumbah, no. No. Now, there's lots of skills involved in digging up things. Are some of these skills, you know, practice of sport while the uh, while the festival's on? You know what I mean? I don't know, uh, drilling or, you know, driving a dump truck or whatever it uh, would be, whatever skills you'd need. Yeah, look, look. sometimes they do have, a, a like, an Iron Man challenge. Ah. That, that, in, that involves a wheelbarrow and a shovel and, yeah, you've yeah. got to... Do it, do it like they did in the old days. So right. Build the barrel and push it, and that's a bit of a relay event. That one. And yeah. how many years have they been digging in your part of the world? Uh, Murrumbah is actually still was well, still is, but um, this year was fifty years for Murrumbah. So wow. And is that it taking great. taking more coal out today than it did in in its history? Or? Absolutely, yeah. all, all time highs, even with the downturn and everything else. Yeah. COVID, uh, and do you know where mo- most of the coal goes? Does it, is it uh, been all, going to China? All over the world, uh, not not as much to China. A little bit does end up there, mm-hmm. but um, the, the thing to remember is that the majority of the coal from the Bowen Basin is a uh, coking coal, which they add with iron ore to create steel. So it's not uh, okay. Not the stuff they put into a furnace to burn to uh, create electricity. So, uh-huh. and unfortunately, without coking coal, there's no way to harden steel. So, if you want to buy steel things, you need you need coking coal. Okay, well, let Roy sit out the question after all those facts yeah. and have a swing. Yeah, now the question is then, Matthew, how much was the uh, Commonwealth Bank prepared to lend me to uh, put on the no- put, to put on the nose of a horse? Twenty-five million on the nose of a horse. Yeah. Do you think that's fair, Matthew? Uh, if, if it's a good horse, yeah, no, fair, fair enough. I mean, if you're a board member and you this this came across that we're giving Roy Slavin twenty-five million, do you think? Yeah, that seems like a reasonable thing to do with money. If he if he had his if he had his paperwork in order to say that he could, <laughs> uh, yes, exactly, very good. 
Very good. Well, the captain's diary from Ricky Ponting and uh, the uh, the poster pack of uh, Ruin HG's Olympic handiwork. We'll get him in the post as soon as we can. Matthew, in the meantime, thanks very much for bludgeon on the blind side. Quiet Australians, raise the Olympic gaze and reset the controls for July 2021. Stand by for a golden shower in Tokyo. Hunters, stay up to date with updates right here on Bludging on the Blind Side. Yes, uh, welcome back to Bludging on the Blind Side. Now, I hesitate to do this, but uh, <clears throat> people will be tuning in, no doubt, to watch the Wallabies play the All Blacks, and uh, one of our colleagues has uh, suggested some things that we should be looking for. Mm. Uh, a serious scrum. Oh, yeah. Now, I don't have the stats and I don't care, but I can tell you for nothing that, that at, t- at times in recent years, the Wallaby Scrum has resembled nothing so much as a rusty shopping trolley heading wonkily and creakily towards, uh, creakily backwards every which way whenever the opponents get a massive, give, a, give a massive heave. Yeah. Now, they also, this person also wants a serious line-out. Yep. I don't have the stats and I don't care, but I can tell you for nothing that at recent times, the, the uh, Wallaby line-out has been little more than a jumped-up roulette wheel. Even on our, even on our pudding. Then yeah. we get to uh, seriously contested kickoffs. Ever and always, the measure both of a team's organisational capacity and zumpf, respectively how well receive the kickoffs and attack the opponents at doing the same time. Mm. Now, four, the rising generation starting to shine. Good luck with this one. Yeah. Um, whatever the results, we must see Rennie's, this is the coach, new generation and likely half a dozen players coming from the junior Wallabies who have been making such a noise in recent times to demonstrate they can compete against the best at the highest level. Ideally, we'll see 2020 chances and then he lists all these people, Jason Horan, uh, Jason mm. Little, Phil Kearns, etc., making their stunning debuts in 1989. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's a new generation, isn't new it? Gener- is that what you're looking forward to? That's how I am. Scrums. Scrums, line-outs. Uh, organisation, composure. Don't get out of your comfort zone. Comfort zone, zone. Right. thank you. Now, speaking of comfort zone, you yeah. did get a note on the text, mm. I think, concerning the North or We the oh, North. Oh, We the North, yes. That, uh, that's a catchphrase that's used by, I want to say, the Toronto Raptors. Yes, uh, and have done so for and many years. have done so for many years. So I don't know if you can appropriate that for your clothing Right, range. so it could be a registered trademark if that's well, the way I to think describe it is. That thing. I think it is. So I'm just issuing a warning here to to the family that were constructing this new range of clothes. Yeah, Dylan that, Brown. Yeah, Dylan Brown. That, that's going to uh, compete with, I suppose, the four Bs. What? Well, it'd have to, wouldn't it? It's the same area, yeah, same style of gear. I just thought they were out there on their own, yeah. the four Bs. Yeah. I mean, you got me worried now. Now, we come to finally to, and we can't do this justice in the time, but the, mm-hmm. the coaching ring around is gathering space, uh, base. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> wait for an incoming coach at the Dragons, Anthony Griffin, mm. has appointed former Dragons 5'8", Jamie Soward, as a specialist halves and kicking consultant. To they used to hate each other's guts, those yeah. two. Yeah, working closely with yeah. Ben Hunt and Corey Noyne. Uh, now, Soward was instrumental in the Dragons' 2010 Premiership triumph, proving himself as one of the best game managers uh, with of, of his time with his long and short kicking game. Griffin hopes those attributes will help reignite the careers of the halves. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben and Corey have played and competed at the highest level. Now, it's to go in and listen to how they see the game. This is uh, Jamie talking. Mm-hmm. How they see the game, how they feel out there and provide some ideas and game management stuff that may be able to help them. 
did grass ever come to you and say, Roy, how are you seeing this game? Mm. What do you see out there? Do you see chances for us to win it? Orange Sims, they're pretty good. We've got to get mm. past them for the finals. You know, you're not behaving like a shamrock, Roy. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a great insight. I'm not going to go in there and reinvent the wheel with Corey and Ben. Well, that's well, why would you? That is refreshing. And refreshing too for Corey and Ben, isn't it? To know that, that Jamie respects them. Yeah. And it always begins with respect. Yeah. And yeah. wheel? Are you? Is that what you think? They reinvent the wheel? I mean, is that mm. how you see the Ben and Jamie's combination? I haven't got that right. Ben and Corey's combination? Corey's combination, yeah. Yeah, reinventing the wheel. I hope not. Mm. I hope not. I'm going in there to help them refine their game, help them make better decisions and also teach those young guys coming through like Jaden Sullivan, mm. uh, Junior Amoni and uh, Adam Clune. Mm. Pity they haven't got Hayes Dumpster. Well, the there, there might, there's talk of Dumpster moving to the St George area. So. Dumpster. Yeah, Dunster, yeah. yeah. Hayes Dunster. Dunster. <laughs> yeah, now, I'll try and help them uh, and show them. You can wrestle back momentum, how you can keep momentum. <laughs> yeah, keeping momentum. Uh, look, I'm sure Jamie will bring a lot of interesting and new techniques in forging a relationship between the two, and that's very important. I mean, something we used to do, um, uh, Grass used to like us, you know, if we were forming a combination, say Stomp and me, mm -hmm. for some reason, um, we, and we often did work together, but when we first started off together, um, Grass just put us in a car together and said, uh, go for a drive, boys. Mm. So we went for a get drive. Get a feel for each other. Get a feel for each other. Because let's face it, you were pretty standoffish originally when well, Grass of course, said, said of course. you played Stomp. Yeah, 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 yeah. You so, uh, you know, I drove for a little while and then we'd stop and I'd get out and Stomp would slip over and he'd start driving for a little while. And after a while we got felt comfortable with each of us driving. Uh, both in the driver's seat? Both in the driver's seat. Yeah, and then you had your sandwich. And then sometimes I'd sit in the back seat behind Storm and see if I could distract him, you know, while he was driving, put my hands over his eyes and that yeah, sort of stuff. paper bag on his yeah, head. Yeah, that's usual stuff, funny stuff. Yeah. And when you put the paper bag over his head, he's got to trust you because then I'd guide him. A little bit to the left, Storm, a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, slow down, accelerate now. Harder! Come on, Stommy! You know what I mean? Funny as. Yeah. Funny as. Yeah, but when you came back, you were better. You felt your rugby league was better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We felt in a sort of zone. That's it for rug uh, rugby league and bludging on the blind side. This week, obviously, big matches coming up in both the AFL and the rugby league. There'll be more bludging this time next week. See you then. Bye now. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.